Hello, and welcome to My Life is a Movie, Episode 6, in audio version. This is your host, Nathaniel Smalley, and the owner of Diamond Star Enterprises. So, today, we're going to talk about the concept of pivot or persevere. So, I read about this concept in a book. Um, it might have been The Lean Startup which I think I've mentioned before in previous podcasts. I did, yeah. The Lean Startup helped you understand how to run a business on limited resources and make do with what you have and then grow from that without spending money on advertising. That was a major part of that book is that the founders didn't spend any money on marketing and advertising. I'm pretty sure they used purely word of mouth. Yeah, they used word of mouth and social media marketing tactics to make it work. So they use a viral marketing campaign to spread their message about a game that was in development. And the game is called IMVU, and you might have heard of it. It's a virtual online chatting application, basically. So it's kind of like, a, it's, it's like a social app, you can call it. Um, so these guys, they run into some issues within six months after they get the initial funding from the investors. And at the six month mark, that's when they started falling apart. They start they just spent too much money on stuff. And it's because they would build a bunch of features and then they would release it to the market and then the market didn't give a shit about it. And so they were wasted their investments. And it's because they didn't know how to measure the market demand for that niche that they were serving. It was a an emerging product, you know. So there was a lot of undiscovered truths that they needed to they need to find out so in that process of realizing how to make this game a mainstream product that people would care about they had to learn how to ride the wave of the feast and famine cycles and during the times that they were running low on money they had to really think about stuff in terms of budgeting so when it came to budgeting, they had to figure out how much money they had left and how much time they had left within that money. So if they had like five months left, for example, then they would have to think, okay, so at the course that we're going right now, the direction that we're heading, should we pivot being that, should we change the direction and go in an entirely different path? Or should we persevere being that, should we continue pushing forward towards the desired destination? Even though we're facing obstacles and adversity and resistance and we're burning through our resources and there's a higher and higher chance of failure if we continue on this path it's, business is all about projecting out the future all about it this a lot of your stuff is going to revolve around the future so my content is going to have to continue to repeat that concept think about the future think about the future take actions in the now that's going to give you the future you want later and Automated content publishing, that's definitely going to help you. And on top of that, doing stuff in the smartest way possible. You know, like, for example, if you have products and you actually, if you have product images of products that you don't have yet, technically you can put those product images on a website and then you can have people place orders and then you can use that money to go buy the items and then ship it out to the person so 
if that strategy works for you, you know, like putting a bunch of pictures on a website and having people order. So it's an e-commerce platform. If that works and you're able to have an adequate ROI on it, then you can keep going in that direction. But if you're putting these pictures on these websites, I mean, on a website and people are not buying and you're spending money on the hosting and you're spending money on the domain and you're spending money on traffic to get people there and nobody's placed an order, then you got to think to yourself, what's wrong here? Is it the product images? Is it the payment processing system? How people can purchase this item? Or is it something else? Is it the user experience flow? For example, the way that the website works from the time that the user hits the first page till they get to the monetization page or the conversion page, I guess you could say. There's a series of steps and processes in every business thing that I will talk about throughout the course of this My Life is a Movie series. The in-audio version is pretty much focused on business development. Now, sometimes I get a little random and I just throw in some random stuff in there. And sometimes I'll talk about philosophy. Sometimes I'll talk about some complex subject that's a little off topic, but it all ties together at the end of the day. And so that's going to be the main focus. Now, by episode six, I pretty much know. Uh, My Life is a Movie is basically a business development talk uh, yeah i guess talk show but i have nobody to talk to right now until i find some yeah so it's basically just it's, it's consulting there you go so it's business development consultation so that's basically what you're getting as you listen to more of these and i go into a random tangent for a little bit just to make it entertaining you know just to make it funny and i'm hoping that people don't get the wrong impression of who i am when i start getting silly and you know acting like a fool i'm passionate and i'm enthusiastic and i'm animated so some people could take that the wrong way and be like oh this guy's a fool this guy doesn't know shit look at the way he acts i know how a lot of people like that and i would like to think that i can have fun while i work that's been my big picture goal throughout my entire adult life is have fun while you work i do that for the most part every day i have fun while i work for the most part Sometimes I don't. It all depends. But I'm so diversified in my portfolio income sources that I get to keep switching stuff around depending on the market demand, depending on what I have in stock, and depending on who I'm working with at any particular point in time. So right now I'm in a position where I'm trying to uh, collaborate with different people that are already uh, specialists in their field. And me being a behavioral health specialist... we can match on a intellectual level. We can connect like that. So the thing with these specialists, though, is they're professionals, you know, so they have their own schedule, they're, they're busy, and they have their own rules and everything else. And so I'm just like, okay, since you're a professional, I respect that. Since you're, you position yourself in the market as an expert, as someone who has expertise in that field that I can learn from, then I admire you. And I think you're freaking awesome because if someone spent years and years learning a particular subject so they could be successful in that specific field, I'm proud of them. I think that that's awesome as fuck because 
with all the different options in life of what you can do, you really need to think and narrow it down to a select few things because life doesn't allow you that much time to explore everything. You know, you, you explore as much as you can. So that all ties into the perfect or persevere option because, or I mean not option, but method. So if you persevere, then you're going to find an option. Um, let's say selling computers like I do. So let's say you're selling computers as an option and you're pushing th- through, you're pushing your in your pursuits of that. So you're trying to get that to go forward and you're seeing that you're, it's, the sales are coming in slowly. And there's certain items that sell better than others. So at that point, you have to think, do I need to pivot as in like change my course to the components that are selling the best? Or do I just continue what I'm doing and just keep selling the variety of different components? There's some of these decisions that you're going to have to make in business are kind of challenging because everything deals with economics. And there's a lot of logistics in it. So with the economic stuff, you know, like if you're going to take pictures of all your components when there's only like a select few that actually sell well, then you kind of waste your time because you're going to take all those pictures and you're going to list all those items and they're not going to sell. And it's just like, okay, well, that was pointless. So you really have to pay attention to how the market is reacting and adapting to what you're putting out there. So for me, for example... If I put out some bullshit that doesn't educate anybody, then, you know, it has a potential to tarnish my reputation. Because now that I've spent seven years in the field of technology entrepreneurship, a path that I chose myself, it just came together. Now that I've spent seven years in that and I've built multiple businesses already and I've intentionally shut down those operations to rebuild them in better ways which is a vital part of being an entrepreneur. Sometimes you have to destroy things and rebuild them in a better way. It all depends on your goals, your objectives, you know, what you want out of it. So for, for me, overhead was a big issue. And sometimes I still struggle with overhead, but nowhere near the way it used to be. So with the overhead, I was spending so much money that I barely had any left over. And my overhead was going towards labor, mostly. That's back then when I was managing like four people online at the same time from different parts of the world. So that's what I noticed. I spent like $1,200 in labor and I had nothing left over for myself. And I go, this freaking sucks. Like I'm w- working all this time and I'm talking to all these people and it's fucking stressful because we're from Pakistan and Bangladesh and one guy has a crush on some girl and the girl is not making money. It's like she's just posting shit on Facebook and she's spending my money on advertisements that aren't returning any kind of investment. And I'm just like, damn it, this is not working out. I would tell her, try to give her constructive criticism, and she get all defensive about starting with me. I'm like, girl, like I'm paying you to, to do this shit. I can pay anyone to do this shit. Don't argue with me. And that becomes a mentality when you're paying someone to do stuff for you. This is why when I'm working with an amateur entrepreneur, like an up-and-coming, like rising star type thing, I don't want to charge them at first. It doesn't make sense to me. Because if I charge them at first, it's going to fuck up the dynamic of the relationship. I want to be their friend. I want to see them succeed, like truly. I don't want to jack them of all their worth, of, of everything they're worth, as they rise up with my help. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm literally like dragging them down. I want to do this work for free just to see if the partnership can work. If the partnership can work, then perfect. Now we can charge. 
and we being Diamond Star. Now Diamond Star can charge the entrepreneur that it has recruited as talent because the entrepreneur, from my perspective, I'm looking at him as a person who has skills to compel, to captivate, to engage. So different objectives that I'm looking for. So if the person has charisma, if they have personality, if they have articulate, clear speaking skills, and I can understand them in such a way that I can get their message immediately without any thought whatsoever, then I go, cool, I like you, you're sweet, because you can actually communicate with people properly. And that's very important in business. Communication is number one in business. Business is all about building relationships with other people who are looking to solve problems. So I've said before that I'm a solutions-based person. And so I have to go into the business side of this is that business is solutions. That's basically what it means. Is the transaction, you're basically you're exchanging something of value for goods or services. So it's important that I describe the terms and that I break it down so that you can take anything that could be of value to someone and monetize it. That's the whole objective here. So not only am I trying to unite the world by teaching them the stuff that's going to help them help each other in a better, more efficient, more effective way with the technology solutions that exist today to streamline businesses to where you don't have to spend hours and hours doing medias, like not medias, uh, doing um, tedious tasks. There's macros. And yeah, there's chatbots I've already mentioned before. And there's... What else is there? There's scripts. Um, yeah, there's automated publishing tools. Might have already mentioned that. So, with these things in mind, oh yeah, not not only automated publishing tools, but there's separate systems for every little thing: customer service, CRM, customer relationship management, and you have the invoicing and billing payroll like there's just so much so you got all these different components so as the business owner that you are as the entrepreneur that you are you have to figure out how to take your idea and make these components fit that so basically how do you bend your concept how do you shape and mold it so that you can understand how to work with what already exists while also building your own thing so like I, I think I said in the previous episode, how as an entrepreneur, you have to think you have to imagine your own world. You have to have your own world in your head. And for me, the world is creative and it's fucking magical and it's it's awesome. You know, it's like I'm a, like there's dragons and there's fucking samurais and there's ninjas and there's all this cool shit. Lions and fucking cheetahs and leopards and like and like powerful animals. And so I imagine these things and it kind of helps me cope with reality, you know, because life circumstances, in a lot of cases, they suck dick. So what can you do about it? You can make a decision and the decision could be to start a business so that you can build a new life with the business being the gateway, you know, the platform. And a lot of people are afraid to start a business because it's risky. It's unknown. And a lot of people just can't maintain a business or they can't grow from the startup stage because they get caught up in school or their jobs or their family or something you know something happens 
something always happens. Well, not always, but in most cases. So I'll connect with entrepreneurs and I'll be like, oh, cool. Like, we can work together. Like, I do this shit every day. So I'm thinking, well, maybe they'll engage with me every day on this level. And then I try to do that. And then, no, because like life circumstances will come into play. And then next thing I know, they're too busy for it. And they put a hold on it. But the thing with business stuff is when you put a hold on it, that hold can last an indefinite period of time. It requires consistent drive and motivation in order to get it done. Ambition. So you're following this ambition. You, you, you're, you got this drive, like moving you forward. You have your vision in your mind and what you want to see. And you're pushing through all this stuff that, it needs, that you need to do. And as you do it, you can become what I, what is called tunnel vision. So tunnel vision is where you only see one thing. You don't see everything else that's associated with that thing. And you become blind in a sense. So you can make a bunch of stupid decisions. Thinking, oh, this is what's in the best interest of my business. This is what needs to be done. And then it's like, no, it's just making things worse because you're neglecting stuff. So if you fail to continue to evaluate the whole picture of what you're doing, all the systems and all the people and all the content that's going out to get those people, you, if you neglect parts of it, things will get messed up. And you'll be in a state where you're constantly solving problems that don't need to happen. So when you're solving problems, you're in that persevere state. You're persevering. You're enduring. You're, you know, like dealing with the hard shit when you could be working for someone that's already got everything all figured out. And they're paying you just to maintain it. You could be, I don't know, having fun with your friends. You could be at home being a loner, you know, like playing video games. You could be doing anything instead of that. But you choose to do that because that's your passion. You know, you have the love. You have a love for your craft, and you want to turn it into something that actually matters, something that people will care about, and they can support you with, or they can, yeah, they can use it as a way to support you financially. So, as you push through it, there are some cases where you have to change course completely. You have to the pivot, where everything you've done so far is just not working. You're not getting anywhere. And you're just kind of dragging your feet or spinning your wheels, as someone once told me. Did not name any names. You're spinning your wheels, and you're just like, fuck. Like, I'm st- stuck. And then you have to identify the root cause of the issue. What's got you being stuck? Oh, well, I'm paying this person like $500. Are they making you any money? No. You should probably let go of that person, unfortunately. They can go find another job. Don't, don't worry about it. This is just the way it works in business. Sometimes you have to let people go. So if you're spending $500 on labor from a guy who's not really doing things like the, he's supposed to, he's not complying to the terms of the agreement that were placed in the beginning, then you could justifiably let him go. And if that pivot from persevering with this dude versus letting him go has a positive effect on your business overall, then that was a good choice. And you get to see the difference between those two ways of thinking. There are many times when I've persevered for longer than I should have. And then I end up pivoting at a later point in time where I end up regretting it because I felt like I should have done it sooner. And so this is going to be something that you have to alternate a lot. Pivot, persevere. Pivot, persevere. Pivot, persevere. You just got to keep in mind, like, how are things running? Should I change course or should I stay the same? 
how are things running? Should I change course or should I do the same? If I change course, what part of my business should I change? Because that's the other thing too is if you change things too quickly or too too too, uh, too drastically, you can fuck up so much shit so quickly. Because like for example, something I learned is that when I change things too much, and then I told the customer, they were like, "What the hell?" Like, like they were all confused and they were pissed off and all this stuff. I'm like, "Damn, it sucks." I should just left it the way it was. But then if you do a gradual change, then that works better. That's all I have for today. See you next time.